Good morning, Anchor Nation. This is your host, Aaron Rollins, coming at you live and ad-free on my podcast, Southeast Third on Anchor. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get right into it. It is a rainy, wet day today, and I need to get on here and put out an episode before I forget what I'm going to talk about. And I haven't done one in a while, so I need to go ahead and make something. So here I am. You have to forgive my energy levels. I am tired. This semester is almost over. Thank God. And I've been getting hit by roadblock after roadblock with some of my curriculars on campus. I'm trying to get this whole student veteran organization thing stood up. It's been uh, active in the past on this campus. And um, we got a couple of people that are going to be president and vice president. And I'm trying to... You know, do some design stuff for them, uh, spread the word of mouth and all this stuff. But it's like every freaking turn, the university wants to block us one way or another. It's ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous for me because it means I got to do more work. <laughs> so I, um, I paid a guy 50 bucks that I know. Uh, he's a guy I worked with in the emergency department. Um, guy's talented. He's a really good drawer. I paid him to draw our logo and, you know two three weeks we we're working on this freaking thing you know telling them ways to tweak it and blah 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 and um we took the uh crusader for umhb and we edited it we changed it a little bit made it more military looking modern military not like world war ii or whatever threw a, a body armor vest on it um, a kevlar uh a radio and s- some other stuff a uh, little handheld radio on it. Um, you know, it was a pretty decent design. Little, a uh, little comic-y because he's a comic book artist. Um, not that he writes and draws for comic books. He draws in that style. So, you know, Marvel superheroes, DC superheroes. He likes to draw a lot of Spider-Man and Venom. Um, he draws characters that look like that. Uh, so that's kind of what our uh, logo looked like. You know, not 100%. But anyway... Um, close enough and the university rejected it they said they can't have it look like the logo in any way and i'm like it doesn't look like the logo the the logo has i mean the only thing that's similar is that it, it, he's got like a metal faceplate. you know uh he's wearing a kevlar helmet he's wearing body armor and camouflage shirt underneath he's um you know got all these crazy colors going on there's no way that people would confuse that for a friggin' crusader. So, whatever. Gonna have to... Make some changes with that. Um, not looking forward to it. Because, it's. I mean, it's a bitch. It's a bitch. And um, I, I submitted these QR codes. Oh, forgive me, the radio's on in the background. I submitted these QR codes so that we could put them on flyers and banners and have people, you know... Link to the websites that I made, um, and the QR codes. One of them was was faulty. Is just the trying to use my tablet and phone wasn't working with the website. The website needs a, a laptop or desktop, which um, I'm just gonna go home and work on that. So, but it's like shit, man. It, it's, this was supposed to be a lot easier, and. You know, this whole this whole thing started because somebody had approached me and he was like, hey, um, you a veteran? I was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I'm involved with um, CAVO, which was the student veteran organization at the time. Uh, they turned that name around into something else. It's AMAS, and we don't got to go into all that. But 
he's talking to me and he was like, yeah, we need bodies to help us with this thing because there's no student veterans center here. There's no offices for student veterans, which, you know, I'd say about 70% of campuses nationwide have those. And it doesn't make sense for UMHB not to have one because there's a huge army base, not even 45 minutes from here. And then there's a reservist hub in Waco with Army, Air, no, not Air Force, with Army, Navy, and Marine Reserve Centers and a National Guard Center there and a lot of, um, you know, military population in that region. Uh, they've got an ROTC out here too. So, you know, they, and it just makes sense to have one because, you know, they've got a population of over 120 student veterans. That's not counting the dependents. You throw in the dependents, it's over uh, 300. I think she said it was like 360, the lady that I talked to about it. And anyway, so with all of that comes money. And you're talking $26,000 uh, a year for one person. So, you know, if, if you jumped your numbers up just by, you know, one individual... Um, excuse me, I said one, 100. You jumped your numbers up by 100 people. That's $260,000. You know, so that's that's just for one year. And these are, this is a four-year university with graduate degrees. So, you know, I mean, that's just too much money you can't afford to miss out on. You just can't. It's There's too, too many opportunities. And... You attract those people with an attractive student veteran center that has a library that students can uh, check out relevant books for, you know, like for, for English lit classes or for science classes. Because that, that book stipend they give you from your benefits is not enough. Some of these science books are 250 plus per book. And if you're in a science degree plan... You are going to be getting a lot of those, and I damn guarantee you that they don't—they do not cover all your book fees. You know, you end up paying a lot of that out of pocket. Uh, it's helpful to have it. I'm not complaining that you know they give it to us. I'm complaining that these books are fucking expensive. And if you, what we were talking about was having this uh, veteran center that's got um, older books that you can just donate there, and because uh, you're only going to sell them back for like fifteen dollars anyway. So, yeah, some people want that 15 bucks. Like, oh, that's gas money. Not anymore, motherfucker. But uh, they, they want to sell their book back and get their 15 bucks. But for the ones that don't, they can just drop them off with us. And we'll be like, yeah, we'll hand them down to the next group. And, um, you know, use them for as long as we can to help uh, students, you know, monetarily. Um, because UMHB is fucking pricey, bro. I mean, on, on top of the books you got to pay for, the... Uh, semester tuition I think it's like 12 grand a semester you know what I'm saying so you are you are maxing out that GI Bill benefit if you're 100% and if you ain't 100% you're getting some sort of financial aid whether it's through the yellow ribbon somebody is dropping fucking pieces all over the road yes I'm driving and I bitch all the time about people well I say people about John doing this while he's driving but uh, I gotta do this before, or else I'll forget what I'm gonna talk about 
And I, mean, I just ran over like two pieces of fucking rubber tubing in the road. The other day, there was a fucking mattress in the road. What, what is going on with people? Why is there getting shit dropped all over the damn roads where, where hundreds of people are driving every friggin' day? It doesn't make no sense. You, you, you got to take care of the, the places that you, you frequent and, and, and your own personal belongings. Like, a, it looked like a decent mattress. You know, if it wasn't a dangerous damn highway, I would have pulled over and picked that bitch up. But, um, you know, it's, it's dangerous, so I didn't do that. Moving on, uh, I got less than a month, or is it a month? It's either 30 days or less. I, I don't know. The countdown to my vacation starts now. Thank God. Um, I've never been on a cruise, and uh, this is my time to suck it up and enjoy it. Uh, and I was hoping to, you know, be in better shape before I went out there. I still got that, you know, that stomach thing. Y'all you, you know what I'm talking about. I still got that gut. And I was hoping to lose some of that. But, you know, I haven't worked out in like two weeks because moving um, moving from place to place, I'd mess my shoulder up real good. I ain't no spring chicken is the way one of my guys said it that I was talking to you about. I, I just didn't expect it, you know, because in the moment, the day that we got, all moved in, um, I mean, I was tired because it was a lot of lift, heavy lifting, but I nothing was hurting. And then the next day, I woke up and I was like, "Dude, what is that? It's like somebody uh, pulled my shoulder, or excuse me, they took me by my wrist and pulled my wrist behind my back as high and as far as it would go, and it hurt like a motherfucker. Man, I woke up feeling bad, and it was bad for a couple of days, and it still hurts." You know, like, I, I move it a certain way, it hurts like a bitch. And then I turn my neck a certain way, fuck. You know, oh, all these damn semi-trucks with this rain kicking up onto my windshield in heavy fucking traffic. I was sure I had this happen this morning. I was going to record an episode, but it only lasted for like five minutes because the rain was so bad. I was like, you know what, I can't do this. Traction control system was activated while I was trying to do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fucking eat shit on this road. No, I can't do that. This cheap-ass car. <laughs> nope, nope. Can't pull a Nico and have a fucking wreck. So, but damn, man. Now it's starting to come down like fucking pellets. Uh, this morning, though, it was it was nuts. You know, it's it's that thick rain and it's kind of dark. So, like, you can, you can hardly see the next car in front of you. That's fucking dangerous. So, I got off and didn't record that. But I realized I should have saved it because that had some funny stuff on there that I was going to talk about. But... It don't matter anymore. Let's let's talk about the big uh, subject today. The, the elephant in the room, if you will. So, if you listen to JP's What, and I listen to it damn near every day, he put out a, a an episode yesterday or today or something. I, I don't remember. Um, he puts out an episode, and he talks about saying happy birthday to my brother. Uh, he's known him for 30-plus years. And how my brother remembered exactly when they met, I'm like, I, I don't know how, how does your brain remember shit like that? Obscure shit. Shit that no one else pays any attention to, but you do. I don't understand it. Um, so he, you know, John is uh, reaching out to him for his birthday. He turned 39, getting old, but he's not, you know, super old. He's just getting up there. And uh, John told him happy birthday over Facebook. Which apparently in his family is a big deal because he never tells anybody happy birthday over Facebook. 
He never even texts or calls people unless, you know, it's somebody in his immediate family, like his uh, father-in-law or his mom or whatever. So, um, hell, he doesn't even post happy birthday to his own brothers. Uh, but he took he took his time to post some shit for Shane. And, I, I mean, I just I can't understand. It's like John fucking worships him. <laughs> Why does that bother me? Because Shane has never done anything that good for John. He never has. He talked him into moving up to Arlington. And, you know, you look you look back and it was like, wow, that defined my life moving up here because John found work and he's worked with the same company for 20-something years or 15-something years. It's been a long time. And um, he's been kind of in the same region ever since then. He met his wife. They've got kids now. So, like... You know, moving up to that area sort of, you know, formed his future. He built his future on that decision. But, you know, living in, with Shane, when we all went up there, the only person that that was good for was Shane. Because I was sleeping on a couch. I didn't even have my own fucking room. Before I was sleeping on that couch, I was sleeping on the floor in a goddamn closet. John was sharing a bed with Daniel. Sharing a bed. Two grown-ass men sharing a bed. And one of them's a, a a fucking notorious snorer, you know. I don't I don't think John was a snorer back then. Um, maybe he was, but but boy, boy, I tell you, there are so. I mean, we had some fun fun times. There were some funny ass stories, you know, shooting each other with pellet guns. Um, we bought these little pellet guns that had like laser sights on them, and as soon as you walk through the door, you see that laser sight shoot up, you fucking panic because you know you're gonna get shot. <laughs> uh, and we had like. Gunfights in the house. Um, what else did we do? We uh, we had Xbox games that we played on the regular, uh, computer games that we played. You know, we, we had some fun times. Um, but, you know, Shane obviously uh, manipulated that situation to where he got the most enjoyment out of everybody living there. <laughs> you know, he... He wanted me to sleep in the fucking closet on the floor. He's like, yeah, you can get some privacy that way. It's like, bro, it's a closet. It's a closet under the stairs. I was Harry Potter before Harry Potter was a multi-million dollar deal. I mean, the, like, the first movie fucking came out when that was when I was living that way. Um, fuck, man. I was, a, I was a senior in high school. It was 2005. And eventually, I just... I said, fuck it, that mattress sucks. I'm sleeping on the couch. And they got a couch uh, and put me on that. But then even then, you know, that was rough. I, I had to get like a, those damn partitions that you would see in a hospital. The the stand-up partitions to keep the people from seeing what the doctor's doing to the patient. That's what I had to kind of separate my space from everybody else. <laughs> That's how I had my own little ass room. And then, you know, John and Daniel... Shane would go into their room when they weren't there, just walk into their fucking room, like, you know, like, hey, this isn't a private space, this is our space, we all get to come and go. Don't go in my room, but I can definitely go in your fucking room. And he would go into his room, <laughs> and he would put up porn on his computer, and Daniel would come home and see porn on the computer. John, you can't be watching porn in this room, boy, we both live in here. <laughs> and then... You know, that just fueled Daniel's disgust towards John. Like, I don't know what it is about John that, that Daniel's always found disgusting. I kind of saw a piece of that when <laughs> when we went camping. Um, John was, like, scratching himself in a 
in a sensitive area, um, and it's an inappropriate thing to do in public, and especially in broad daylight. And and Daniel's sitting there talking, and he catches John out the corner of his eye, doing that, and he catches him. And he, John, what are you doing, you dirty ass? There's kids out here. <laughs> He's just, uh, yeah, I mean, just immediately angry. <laughs> I haven't... I haven't seen Daniel do that in a while. Just immediately get pissed off at John for his behavior. And John's only com- comeback was, was I thought this was America. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, in America, kids get fondled and groped and exposed to lewd shit, but that doesn't mean you have to do it. <laughs> anyway, moving, moving back to what I originally brought up here is that it just doesn't, it doesn't compute to me that you know, John is sitting there like he would crown Shane with a fucking a princely crown or a kingly crown or some shit. He'd put a crown on his head. He, John would be the dude. Like if Shane was in, installed as a king somewhere, he would be the one to want to crown him. And, and all hail King Shane, first of his name, <laughs> leader of the <laughs> leader of the retards and protector of the <laughs> of the realm. Um, <laughs> You know, so he... I don't get it. Because, I mean, it's not like Shane had everything favorable set up for them when they moved out there. They had to share a room, Shane and Daniel. Um, I think, like, he made John pay one of the utilities, but none of the rest of us did. Uh, yeah, it was electricity. He made John pay electricity, and John didn't pay it. And and one night, uh, the electricity got shut off because John forgot. Um, so... You know, they had to wait till the next day to pay the electricity bill and get the electricity shut back on. But what does my fucking ass get to do? I get to walk home because none of the people are home to give me a ride. I didn't have a car. I was a senior in fucking high school. I was poor. So it's like 11 o'clock and I'm waiting for a ride. I call my, and everybody's like, hey, you're going to call your brother? You got to be at school in the morning. I'm like, yeah, I do got to be at school in the morning. And I call my brother and, and uh, he's like, hey, man, are you coming to get me? He's like, oh, no, I can't. I, I'm over at Sarah's parents' house. Well, why? It's because there's no electricity on at the house. I'm like, you motherfucker. Uh, I'm like, so I'm, I just got to get a ride? He's like, yeah, you just going to have to get a ride. Like, uh, okay. And everybody that was working with me at that time, none of them, el- none of the other people were leaving. So they all stayed and I walked home. And I had to walk through, uh, what was it? UT Arlington campus and, uh, Dude, I think it took me like two hours. It took me like two hours to walk home. And, you know, I'm, I kind of look back and I'm like, man, all that experience walking. Because I walked almost everywhere I fucking went at that age. Um, in my in my late teens, not my, not my early teens. In my late teens, I kind of walked everywhere. Like I'd walk to work or walk home from work. Or, um, you know, when I was still going to Currents High School, I, I, I would get a ride with mom. And Anyway, so... Um, you know, I, I walked home that night, and I look back, and you know, all that walking—it really did prepare me for military life because we walk everywhere. So, you know, in that respect, I, I did get some benefit. But you know, at the time, I'm not thinking about that. I wasn't considering the military at that age. So, you know, at the time, all I could think of was like, "This is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Why am I doing this? Why? <laughs> why am I subjecting myself to this shit? I, I don't have a car. I can't afford a car." Um, it was that was just fucking miserable, you know. I, I went home after walking 
fucking, uh, you know, until I think it was 1232, 1 o'clock in the morning when I got home. I slept, woke up at like 630 uh, with no power, no power at all, no fans, no cooling, no heating, uh, no light. <laughs> I just crawled into this dark ass apartment, laid on the floor, went to sleep like I was a fucking squatter. <laughs> and the next day I got my ass up and walked to school so <laughs> and you know my brother always like oh it wasn't that bad man you, you could have done really good if you just stuck it out I was like what are you talking about dude the only car I had a chance of driving was smashed into by another person living in that fucking place some idiot that was either drunk or wasn't paying attention hit my fucking car while it was parked and ruined it. I mean, we there's like they had to haul it off with a fucking tow truck, and uh, you, you know that the headlight was cracked. Um, there was like two lug nuts that had been popped off of the front uh, driver's side wheel. Um, the the hood was pinched shut. You couldn't open that motherfucker. I mean, so whoever hit this bitch, we I mean we think they were drunk. I don't know for sure. I I, I didn't see it. I just remember, you know, every time my brother breaks bad news to me, he just like flat out tells me. Hey, man, somebody hit your car. Uh, no, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, somebody hit your car. It's like, no way. There's no way. It's like, yeah, go out and look. I go out and look at my fucking car's total. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I got I got no ride. I mean, even if I wanted to learn to drive with that car, I still can't because it's not drivable. So <laughs> that bitch went to the tow truck and got hauled off. And then when a friend of mine died at 26 years old, he's like, hey, man, I'm, I don't know how any other way to say this, so I'm just going to tell you, he's dead. And I was like, what the fuck? There's, there's no way. It's like, he's so young. He's like, oh, yeah, we found out today he's dead. It's like, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> you couldn't ease into it. You know, just rip the bandage off. Just rip it right off, man. Get on about your life. You know, bad news is going to happen regardless, so take it and run with it. <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm bashing my brother here, but I mean, it's just like when I when I see somebody like John just give him all of this praise and respect, I'm like, where the fuck does that come from? Do you not know him? You not know this motherfucker that used to go and run and, and put porn on your computer so you and Daniel would fight when you got home? <laughs> you know, remember this dude that used to charge you more money to live with him so that he, I don't know he could have a financial break. You know, I don't blame Shane for doing that. It was it was tough. We were all pinching pennies back then. I had to give him money on the regular for driving me around. So, you know, it's not like I was helping the situation. Um, the only good thing about me was that I, I could give some money from the job that I had. Everything else that I did was shit. You know, I was taking up space, eating food. Um, you know, drama, drama, drama. Anyway, uh, what else? What else? So, you know, that... All that shit happened, and it's like, John, you gotta stop treating Shane like he's fucking some, I don't know, I don't want to say a saint, but he's like some sort of icon or role model. Shane's not a role model. <laughs> I know what Shane secretly is thinking about people when, <laughs> when he's looking at them and smiling. He's not smiling because it's a happy moment. He's smiling because secretly he's making fun of you. <laughs> He's smiling because <laughs> deep down he thinks you're a dumbass. <laughs> oh shit. Or uh I don't know, he he thought that you did something stupid and it's amusing. 
or something bad happened to you and you got angry. And he thinks that that's amusing. And he's always fucking ready to laugh at somebody getting mad, which I can't really judge him on that because I do that too. But anyway, that's that's enough bashing my brother. Uh, I I love him, but he's a he's a shithead. <laughs> Oh, man. But whose brother isn't a shithead, you know? You know, I I give Shane all this grief, but Daniel wouldn't know better to John. He still isn't better to John. He he looks at John like he's a fucking animal. (laughs) Like he's some sort of, like, animal-human hybrid. And that that amuses the shit out of me. Like, Daniel's reactions to John are just, like, over the top. I don't know why, but I don't know. It's just uh, how Daniel grew up, I guess. You know, he, he used to terrorize John. Like, in painful ways. You know, hitting him with a stick and shit. At least Shane, you know, he didn't go the physical route torturing me because, uh, you know, it would just have been too easy. He's like, you know, a foot taller than me, four years older. You know, he, he had to do it in ways that were that were more challenging. <laughs> so, you know, give him props for, for not fucking physically tormenting me, you know. And of course, you know, he he had his pranks and we all, you know, fucked around, but yeah, the the constant pissing me off when we were kids. Uh, I looked back at him and I was like, shit, man, that was embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. But you know you know, I think about him and the, the relentlessness, man. It was just every damn day. <laughs> every day he's doing something to piss me off. Starting an argument for no reason. Saying I'm doing something I'm not doing. Or asking me uh, like a hundred questions. <laughs> well, what'd you do next? Well, what'd you do next? Well, what'd you do next? Well, what happened then? It's like, I'm not going to just give you a fucking play-by-play <laughs> of my life. You know, he's the reason why I hate repetition. Because he, he used to just repeat shit over and over. <laughs> you know? it's it's. I wasn't like that until he started using it as a tool to aggravate me. <laughs> and now it's like whenever I have to repeat something, it just exhausts me. I don't want to do it. I don't want to bother with it. It's just too much energy and time. I don't, I'd rather not. And it's all because of my fucking brother. <laughs> anyway, that's it's raining. I'm at the house. I need to get in here and take care of business. So, uh, you know, Shane, he, he keeps on talking about how John is constantly talking for 20, 30 minutes on his podcast. Well, I just wasted 25 minutes yammering on about bullshit. So, Shane, you could give that a try. I guarantee you, you'll waste at least 20 minutes just yammering on. Talk about your goddamn independent and green parties and all that shit and see where you get with that. I know I ain't nobody fucking caring. You know, there I say nobody. It's just such a small amount compared to the rest of the, you know, popular parties like Republican and Democrat. There's millions and millions, and there's only thousands and thousands of the minority parties. So it's unfortunate because I'm sick of seeing these old white men representing us, or just old men in general, or wealthy people. You know, let's let's get an average Joe in office that is you know, looking out for the middle class and lower. You know, not trying to balance this whole fucking fucked up thing. Anyway. Uh, I took a turn there because I'm tired and I want to go to sleep. So appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, don't forget to vote. Shane did, and he's proud of that shit because he's trying to trying to fight the good fight, man. But what did they say in Star Trek? Resistance is futile, and it is. You know, it's, I, I don't know if we'll ever get somebody that's not Republican or Democrat in the presidential office. I don't know. 
We'll see. We'll see. Maybe not. May not be in my lifetime. Hopefully, if you raise your kids right, you'll teach them, and it'll be in their lifetime. That'd be nice. I don't know. Anyway, I'm gonna get to it. Uh, y'all take care of yourselves. If you haven't uh, told my brother happy birthday, tell him it was a couple of days ago. He'll appreciate it. Tell him on Facebook so that everybody can see it and show <laughs> show the world how awesome and loved he is. <laughs> because people that don't even tell their own brothers happy birthday will go and tell Shane happy birthday. <laughs> All right. Y'all take care. Drive safe out there in this rain. This has been Aaron Rollins, and I'm signing off.